folks, it's Becky Tompkins welcoming you to our next installment of Take 4 for Monday, September 3rd, 2018. As always, Take 4 becomes more meaningful if you share the experience with a learning-driven team. If you're viewing or listening to this installment of Take 4 by yourself, be sure to take the opportunity to reflect with others as well. All right, so let's set the stage for this week's Take 4. You are going to be a storyteller. If you could write your ideal teaching and learning story for a Ross student, what would that story be? Construct the who, the what, and the where. Who would be the influences on that student, and in what way would they positively influence him or her? What would be the ideal teaching and learning experiences in which that student would engage? What would be the ideal setting, and what would be the ideal environment, both physical and emotional? And in what way would those cumulative and ideal experiences of the who, the what, and the setting impact that student? Dream big. This story is an opportunity for you to create the ideal. So do it. The critical area of focus for the last installment of Take 4 was climate and culture and the impact of small actions. Small actions that create a culture of taking initiative and engaging in small risks because we know that the potential long-term benefit of those small, maybe uncomfortable actions is worth the investment of our time. This week, the critical area of focus for Take 4 is teaching and learning. In this Take 4, you won't be asked to read an article or watch a video. Instead, we're going to begin an ongoing process of design thinking. We are going to begin looking at our vision statement and strategic plan through the lens of how might we. In Chapter 4 of George Curis's book, The Innovator Mindset, our friend George says this about vision. But before we decide how best to communicate our vision, we have to establish one. We have to articulate the desired characteristics of our learners and the optimal learning environment. He goes on to say, Systems thinking is a crucial component of creating a culture shift. But if we do not understand or can't quickly explain how the larger vision translates into teaching and learning, we have created nothing but words. System thinking doesn't mean much if we don't have systems doing. To ensure that the vision is attained, we must break down the mission into small, achievable steps. One of our crucial goals of year one of the strategic plan, and probably the most important goal of year one, is to ensure that the strategic plan does not become GPOP, a great plan on paper. Kuros echoes that same sentiment. And through those statements that I just shared, he also gives us a place to start. Kuro says that in order to bring action to our strategic plan, we must be able to articulate, to build and use a language which we all understand and are able to not only understand, but which also creates a picture in our minds of teaching and learning. 
Additionally, we must be able to develop the pathway towards that strategic plan that will lead us to our vision of teaching and learning. So let's take a look at our strategic plan's vision statement, as well as the explanation of the teaching and learning critical area focus. The strategic plan is constructed so that through achieving those critical areas of focus, we are able to create a reality out of our vision. The vision statement reads, the Roths Local School District is a community of learners empowered to discover our purpose, to aspire to solve relevant and real-world challenges, and to recognize that we are better together than on our own. The critical area of focus of teaching and learning says this, education is about preparation. Preparation is about the future. In order to develop effective teaching and learning practices, we must anticipate and plan for the tomorrow of all district learners. Through a foundation of academic experiences and an environment of personalized and authentic learning, students of the Ross Local School District will be prepared for post-secondary college and career opportunities, and the staff of the Ross Local School District will be empowered to provide those opportunities for each student. Great words and worthy goals, but how do these words translate into teaching and learning? Well, in order to figure that out, we must first deconstruct. So we're going to take a second and deconstruct the critical area of focus of teaching and learning. Now, if you're viewing the PowerPoint, you may want to pause for a second and give this a go yourself. When we deconstruct the critical area of focus of teaching and learning, what we are saying is that as a result of our teaching and learning systems, structures, and processes, we will be able to do these things with our teaching and learning. We will be able to anticipate and plan for the tomorrow of all district learners to develop and maintain a foundation of academic experiences, to create an environment of personalized and authentic learning. Students will be prepared for post-secondary college and career opportunities, and the Ross Local School District staff will be empowered to provide those opportunities for each student. So those critical areas of focus of teaching and learning is deconstructed we have broken it down into its parts. Now we move on to design thinking. But before we do, I wanna move into a segment called Another Take. And I'd like to spotlight some of the wonderful things that are happening within our district around our strategic plan. The focus of this week's Another Take is social and emotional well-being, And we're going to be having a conversation with Lauren Downs, sixth grade teacher at Ross Middle School. Hi, this is Becky Tompkins here. I'm sitting here with Lauren Downs, sixth grade teacher at Ross Middle School. Hey, Lauren, how are you? I'm good. Thanks, Becky. Awesome. Um, I stopped by today because I saw a post on Twitter about your students writing notes of encouragement to other students. Can you talk a little bit about that? 
So this year, one of my goals was to build um, a more positive classroom community. And so I bought this uh, dry erase adhesive tape and stuck it to their desks. And um, the other day, the kids helped me put it on. I had a few kids in here for intervention time, and we had a couple minutes at the end of the day. And I said, you know, just write your, write your classmates um, some positive notes. And so I had about six kids writing notes on all the desks. Um, and they just wrote, you know, have a great day, you're going to do awesome, things like that, um, just to kind of encourage each other for when they came in the next day. So it was kind of nice to see the kids' faces when they walked in and saw the, some positive notes from their classmates the next day. So That's awesome. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, why you decided to do this? Where did this idea kind of come from in the first place? So I've noticed in the last, you know, few years that, I've just needed to build a better classroom environment and focus on some of these character building skills and, you know, creating a positive community. And so I um, found a lot of really good teachers on Instagram who, who focus on classroom community. And so I've kind of taken some of their ideas and, and ran with them and um, writing positive notes on the desk was, was one of them. We do the keep the quote, which I've posted on Twitter, which has been really big with my kids. Um, so on Mondays, they, they all bring in quotes that they think are words to live by, something that they think our class can adopt. And then we vote on our favorite, and whoever's quote that is, um, they get to watch the class you know, throughout the week, and then they pick their, the, a student in their class that they feel embodied that quote. And so on Friday, then they do a little, we do a little award ceremony, I guess, and they um, get to actually come up and tell the class, again, why they picked that quote, and then who they are giving it to, and why they chose that person. And so then they get to take the little quote home, and just uh, as a reminder of, you know, being positive and kind, and those types of things, so... Wow, that's fantastic. It sounds yeah. like an incredible way to engage students in, in building community. They feel yeah. they're involved with it um, from from the day one, from Monday through Friday, and then continuing on from there. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then, Lauren, will you share, what are your intended outcomes with this? I just hope that, you know, curriculum is so important, but I also feel like these skills are so important and things that they can take and apply to everything that they do in life. And so I've taken just, it takes just a small portion of my day and it doesn't affect my time anywhere else. And I just feel like, you know, if I can instill these in them and then maybe they can go and instill them in others and we just focus, I know Mr. Rettinger is doing a lot with, you know, building character and respect and things within our building. And I'm just trying to do my little part within my classroom. So that's, that's the goal, I guess. But that's yeah, great. So. Well, thank you so much for your time yeah. today, Lauren. I appreciate it. Great. Thanks, Becky. Great. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Lauren, for sharing your classroom with us. Now let's get back to our critical area of focus, which is teaching and learning. We've just deconstructed the teaching and learning critical area of focus that we will anticipate and plan for the tomorrow of all district learners, we will develop and maintain a foundation of academic experiences, we will create an environment of personalized and authentic learning, that students will be prepared for post-secondary college and career opportunities, 
and that Ross Local School District staff will be empowered to provide those opportunities for each student. Now that we've deconstructed, we must move on to some design thinking through using the process of how might we. How might we is a design thinking process which is intentional in its structure. How suggests that we do not yet have the answer. How allows us to explore a variety of possibilities. How allows for freedom of brainstorming. And it conveys that there is a how. We just need to uncover it, or them, because there could be many hows. Might emphasizes that our responses may only be possible solutions, not the only solution. Might also allows for exploration of multiple possible solutions, not settling for the first that comes to mind. Our how might work, or it might not. But it's okay either way, because we are taking action. We reminds us that the spirit is about teamwork and collaboration and building on each other's ideas. Remember that story you constructed? The ideal teaching and learning story for a Ross Local School District student? Joseph Campbell describes the hero's journey as the structure of those tales that most engage and compel us. Luke Skywalker's, Harry Potter's, and Simba's stories are all those of a hero's path. Every story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. The hero's adventure begins when he or she receives a call to action. How might we is our call to action in writing our ideal teaching and learning stories for Ross Local School District students. To create, to develop, to build this story all takes time and is at times frustrating and difficult. But things that are worth doing take time and are difficult. Emily Doblinger posted this on Twitter. Of course it's hard. It's supposed to be hard. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Hard is what makes it great. So, we have to start. We need to take our teaching and learning area of focus and understand what those deconstructed components mean and look like for us and for our students. To make our ideal teaching and learning story for our students a reality, we must engage in those small actions that might be small risks, because we know that the small risk has the potential of a meaningful outcome. I'm going to challenge you with a small action that might just have a meaningful outcome for the students and staff of Ross. Choose one of the deconstructed areas of the, the teaching and learning component that interests you. Intentionally learn about it. If you find an article of interest, read through it and tuck the important parts, the parts that resound with you in the back of your mind to come back and revisit later. Talk to the teacher next door about the how, why, the how might we of that area, or talk to your students about it. A series of discussions based on the vision for teaching and learning and their how might we's have been added to Schoology. Add your thoughts, not just this week, but in an ongoing manner. Begin meetings with one of the questions. Brainstorm the possibilities that will design our future. Begin the process of how might we.
Because if we don't begin with how might we, we never will begin. Thanks, Rams. The next Take 4 will be shared on September 18th. As always, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And today and every day, we are all Ross Rams, and we are all better together than on our own. Oh, 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 oh,